Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. It is impossible to be thrown out of this show. So, well, well, <laughs> so don't get carried away. One of y'all did. Ah. All right. Hi, I hope you're, um, well, you know what, maybe your weekend stunk. That's okay. We'll, we'll try and fix it. Did yours? No, it was fine. DQ, yours? Mine was fine. Well, mine was good. We'll hear about yours uh, by the at best some time. point. The best time. As uh, you uh, betrayed your uh, alma mater and <laughs> went to another college campus, how dare you? I did. I did. It's a, it's a treasonous offense, and uh, will uh, would I be considered a border ruffian? We're going to alert Sarah to your crimes, and uh, we'll see how she wants to uh, handle am it. Am I going to get framed with the lectern? <laughs> <laughs> he had it. <laughs> so many things. This is going to be the word of the day is focus, focus, cause. There are about 14 things to talk about. And if we ping pong back and forth yeah. at 1,000 miles an hour, we're never going to get anything done. And all of this time is going to feel like we're here for 14 days. Which is of, really not what we're going for. No, We'd like to no, move focus. economically and quickly. Focus. Focus. Uh, we'll start with the quarterback news mm-hmm. of the day. We will start with that. They got a commitment out of the portal from three-star Boise State quarterback, Talon Green. So now we wait. There's a bit of an awkward conversation that has to happen because uh, KJ still plays here, technically. He's still on scholarship. But they just brought in this guy, and they didn't bring him here to ride the bench. So now we're in that uncomfortable phase where, well, we thought you were leaving, and you didn't leave, and now what? Well, a couple things could be happening. One, he could be, I mean, he could be in that situation where he's just waiting to get the right deal, jump into the portal, the no contact tag, and he's gone. So we don't know. But it sounds like he's he's at the end of the musical chairs, and he just, you know, the, he doesn't music, end up without a seat. The music has stopped. The mu- well, not yet. I mean, this thing goes on until January 2nd. So they've got a ways to go here. But, you know, there's a job open at Boise State. Oh, the trade. Just saying, I, there's. It'll be. I think. I think we're going to hear sooner rather than later on him. But he's not staying. Isn't it obvious what's happened here? Um, Arkansas has said, you know, in no uncertain terms, thank you. Um, but uh, we're we're moving. We're going. We're at different phases of life now. Okay. So then he's uh, out there shopping his services, or his uh, management is shopping his services, and. Um, the price must be too high because no one's biting on this. That's clearly what has to be happening here um, because he's not coming back. But he hasn't declared he's leaving yet, and we've always said don't get in there unless you have a plan of where you're going. And um, so far, it doesn't seem like uh, anybody is willing to um, 
pony up for the uh, the resources of one KJ Jefferson in the portal yet. Or yet, I say. I mean, maybe he. We, That's we my theory. We, we don't is. know. I mean, he's you know obviously he's probably uh, con- been contacted and contacting schools, and he hasn't found a place that he's comfortable with, whether it's money wise or uh, or playing style wise, or maybe you know like you said, maybe it's just too exorbitant, and you know the the price is not worth the uh, worth the player. So you know he may have to come off his spot a little bit, come off his number a little bit, and, and accept a little bit less to go play somewhere. But it's going to be interesting because uh, what's his name? Taylor Green. He's not coming here to sit on the bench. He's, no, no, he's coming he's to play. Com- he's coming to start. He's he going- will be the starting quarterback, barring injury, Without in question. the fall. So now, um, this <laughs> again, it's a uh, oh, oh, you're just really oh, oh, okay. It, it's 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 a clumsy, All awkward right. thing here. Isaac and Mount Ida says maybe they're forcing a quarterback competition in the old days. When if you were going to transfer, you had to sit out for a year. Okay, yeah, maybe, but you're not going to tell Taylor no. Green, who has options. No. Hey, dude, uh, come on in, and maybe our guy he, will be gone, and maybe you might get on the field. That's not going to happen. He has, um, well, before he announced his commitment today, um, he had um, many options, like um, you know, places you've heard of. I'm going to pull up uh, Danny's piece here on Hawk right, Sports here. here. All right, here we here go. You go. P- people are reacting. Excellent portal, portal management. We need an offensive line, so let's replace our best player. Ethan and Atkins asks, what about Chriswell? Well, what about Jacoby Chriswell? No. Yeah. Don't get too uh, don't get too excited about the stars. That I don't think that matters once you've had two years in college. The guy was the MVP of the Mountain West uh, title game. He also got benched last season. He, he had an up-and-down year. He had year. an up-and-down year, but, I mean, the talent's there. He's... You know, he turns the ball over a bunch, but you know we'll see. At six six and can move around. I mean, the the physical tools are there. He was uh, choosing between Cal, LSU, Baylor, Miami, Michigan State, and others, according to uh, Danny West's article on two four seven on Taylor Green. So yeah, he's not coming here to ride the pine. So now you've got to, um, well, um, we'll have to see how this. Um, uh, where KJ goes because he's not coming back. Here. He's been assured of some things. I mean, you're not just coming here. If you're no, he's if playing. If your offer list includes LSU, yeah. you're not just coming here to come here and and back up KJ or Jacoby Criswell or sit third on the depth chart. No, you're you're coming right. to play. No, that's exactly. But the right. expectation is you're going to be under center on day one, and, and you're going to make a few shekels along the way. Also, it's uh, what's uh, what's going to happen here. It, it, so I, the next five days are going to be just fascinating. With with KJ, Jefferson. this is already fascinating to me. Like you have your, you have announced you've gone in the wrong order. In general, you let the uh, outgoing quarterback have his moment, where you say, "Hey, you know, give him his day of social media love and ad- adoration." But uh, Jalen Green has said, "Bleep that! I'm a, I'm committing. I'm coming now. I don't care what the situation is." And uh, so now the. Um, well, it's it's again, it's it's a little bit uh, outwardly, it looks a little awkward. Yes, outwardly, yes. In internally, maybe they've all just come to that conclusion, and KJ knows that he's you know leaving after the semester, and it you know it, it may be one of those things. Like I said, just let him have his moment. But now, Arkansas Arkansas can't wait on KJ Jefferson to make a decision if he's gone. Now, here's the thing about uh, about Taylor Green. Uh, Bobby Petrino could make me a quarterback. So you give him a six six kid with ability. They're going to be okay there. Now, can they block him? That's going to be the million-dollar question. K 
Can Mateos put this offensive line back together? Because uh, it was ruined by the last clown that ran the offensive line. What was his name? Cody Kennedy. <laughs> Cody Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. Yeah, he, he, he screwed it all up. So now you've got to uh, have Mateos put it back together again. And so far, the only addition they have is a guy from uh, Michigan State. And I don't know, you know how good he is or whatever. So there is, uh, there's where your football uh, situation is there. But, I mean, he could, I mean, listen, Bobby, Bobby Petrino could make me a quarterback. He can certainly work with this kid. It's, he's going to be just they, fine. They, they did get another uh, a commitment out of the portal over the weekend, a tight end from yep. Eastern Michigan. He's, he's a sixth offensive lineman. They're not going to suddenly make him DJ Williams. He's not going to be Luke Haas. No, he's, he's, not, he's there to block. Yep. And that's pretty much it. He's a he's a he's a third tackle. Right. He's the but, new Nathan Backs. Right. But it's something they didn't have. Right. Uh, so you know, plug a need. Um, so so they're getting guys that they they need. Now you got to go get those bigs up front. And if uh, Dalen Green can play, you know, you got you got an opportunity to make this offense look a little bit different next year. Uh huh. Well. So um, there it is. Um, there it is. There, there's the news of the uh, of the of the moment. With uh, Arkansas football, but my again, um, my theory is that um, um, KJ's not getting a raise here, and so far no one is willing to meet the asking price anywhere else, and that's why we haven't heard anything yet because the negotiations are still ongoing. That's just the theory. That's just my guess, my read on the situation. That's all I can tell you. That's what it looks like. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now to the other thing. What's the other uh, thing? That's Mus. Um, oh yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get to watch it till yesterday, and and I guess ESPN was in like in a in a commercial or whatever, and they came back. But I've seen it from a couple different angles, and you know, like you and I were talking about it before we came in here. There's a way to fire up your team, get a technical, but that wasn't it. Uh, Calipari did it right when he was in here. He got <laughs> they the, won he, that game. He got the double technical. They came, but you know, they took right. off after that after that moment. Yeah. I don't know what. I I know he was frustrated. Some of it was probably you know he was really frustrated with the way his team was going. But Oklahoma gets four calls in the first couple of minutes, and uh, I think it was Traymon Mark just gets obliterated down in, down in the paint, no call. So yes, he's frustrated, but I think he takes away a little bit. You know, there's that moment where you can go in and you can make your point. They're going to tee you up, then you go back to your team and, and address your team. But I mean, he turned it into a whole thing. Yeah, he's and, a rageaholic. And when you're looking, and I mean, if you're, I don't know if you've seen, there's a, somebody posted online a, a reverse video. It's from behind the bench. And I mean, the players are just looking at him like, "Man, what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and, uh, every and, and, time, every time he gets thrown out, they lose. Um, uh, it, it's three times now. They're they're zero for three. Um, a couple of things here. Number one, 
the plan of his son being the get-back coach is a terrible idea. In that moment, what father is going to listen to their kid? Nobody. Nobody. There's not one. There's not one parent alive who is, when they're blinded by rage, going to listen to their kid to calm the bleep down. So that's flawed. We need a big, burly, muscular guy that can, like, firemen's carry him out of there. You know, put him on your shoulder and, like, carry him back to the bench and, you know, put him down on this chair where he, where he should be. You need somebody with some bulk. I think they need, like, a 6'8", like, like one of these bouncers out here well, at one of the bars well, on Dixon. It, Ronnie was that guy, but Ronnie got promoted. Um, so Ronnie doesn't. Well, do then that maybe anymore. Ronnie should, should, should because if, if Ronnie tells you to well, get back, you're gonna listen to Ron, him. Ronnie, he's bigger than you. Ronnie and Keith Smart were acting like adults. I mean, they're sitting there talking to the players, and I mean, if you watch that whole thing, the two guys that are constantly talking to people are Keith Smart yeah. and and Ronnie Brewer. They're doing the instructing. Right. Meanwhile, the rest of the 27 members of the staff are trying <laughs> to push him back into the locker room. That's right. <laughs> and integrate. And but there's just that moment where you're the players are just standing like, man, what are you doing? Right. What? Why? There Why? Is, there is never. So we need to readdress um, among among the things they're going back to the drawing board on over there. Um, son trying to restrain restrain dad is needs to be on uh, near the top of the list because there's not a parent alive that when they're mad is going to listen to their kid who's telling them to calm down. So that's the first problem that they, you need to address there. Number two, as a rageaholic myself, I mean, I see all of the tendencies with this guy, and he goes from ninety to. He goes from zero to 90 in the blink of an eye, and there's no way to stop it. And I bet if you asked him, and no one's ever asked him this, but if you asked him in a moment of honesty, when he does get back there and he's alone, he probably feels like the biggest moron in the world. Because as I have had fits of rage, the second it's over, you feel like a total idiot. So I would imagine that the rage is followed by feelings of embarrassment and um, disappointment in yourself for letting yourself fly off the handle again. I don't know what to do about this. Well, I mean, it's only happened three times where he's been thrown out. And but the guy yeah. clearly has uh, has problems communicating with the officials. They, there are this team. Look, it is December the 11th. There are times when that team looks like they they a well oiled machine. Duke was one of they played great defense against Duke. I don't think Duke's kind of in rhythm yet, but they caught Duke at the right time. They shut him down. They made them look bad. Oklahoma. I don't know where they're going to, you know, I, I, they may be a tournament team. They may not. They look like one on, on Saturday. Man, they don't they don't defend very well. And Musk was talking about it in the post game that, you know, they're just not playing defense the way that they have, they're, they're accustomed to. And, you know, the one thing I didn't hear was, like, taking ownership of it, saying, I got to do a better job communicating. It was just, this team doesn't hew these He's things. He's never done that. When, it, when they lose, it's never his fault. Ever. But after he got tossed... They worked their way back into it to where, I mean, you got it to a three-possession game at the end. Yeah, they did. You, you, you worked your way back into it. It makes you wonder if he had been there, if they could have won the game. The way that Maybe. they worked their yeah. way back into it. I don't know. I mean, we'll never know now because uh, he had to get thrown out with 17 or 16 minutes to go in the uh, in the ball game. Uh, Brandon and Paris on the McClarty you know, Hotline. Antics look like more of a sport spoiled child than a true freakout like, uh, like Bobby Knight. Um, okay. So I'm a I'm a big uh, proponent of man. Just go, man. Don't, don't listen, hold him back. Just go. See what happens. Well, what would happen is that he would be punched by someone and hit the floor and just, embarrass himself. It's because he's not going to hit anybody and he's win a fight. The only one that does it. I know. Yeah. I mean, none of these coaches when they get a tee have to be restrained, like physically restrained by their coaching staffs. 
I've seen it maybe like five times in college basketball in like 30 years. I've seen and it he's like got three of them. No, no, no. <laughs> Besides him, he's done it like five times in, in two seasons. I mean, it's, 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 um, it's, it's total. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is because again, you, you run, it's that thing we talked about with Petrino. Like if you change, you worry about losing that edge that make you, yeah. made you great. And so now you, you wonder, well, I can't change anything. I have to be this way. Cause this is the only way I can be when I'm great. And the guy's 59 years old. He's not into He's not you know, big transformations in but life at this point. I mean, he is what he is. Give Keith Smart a ton of credit because he was left that mess. And he he got them. I mean, they worked their way back and were in a position where, you know, if a couple things break their way, it could have gotten really, really interesting. I don't know if they could win the game, but Keith got them back in the game, got their heads back in the game. They played better when, uh, you know, so maybe it worked. I You know, maybe maybe the uh, you know message got home, but... I don't know. I, it, I I I saw the replay first and then watched the game. The replay, if you watch the replay in a vacuum, it looks a lot worse than it was during the uh, dur- during the game itself. Because if you watch the three minutes prior to that, you could see the buildup. There's one particular one, and I think it was when Mar- Mark drove off the wing, went down the lane, and he got hit, and you can just see Mus. He kind of like he he like doubles over, and it was I think at that point that he was about ready to explode. No. Here's a text saying he has small yap yap dog energy sometimes. That's a text that said that, not me, on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Uh, here's a text: uh, How to explain defensive performance versus Duke compared to OU? The they Duke were at game, home. The Duke game was at home. Man, they play really well at home. Here's the other thing that is that I have noticed in the first uh, six eight weeks here is uh, they don't play very well away from Bud Walton Arena so far. They didn't play very well in the Bahamas, and uh, and uh, if you are headed to North Little Rock, peace be with you. Because that's not Bud Walton Arena on Saturday when Lipscomb uh, comes to town. So I don't know. I don't know what the line will be, but I tend to put all the money on Lipscomb, whatever it might be. <laughs> uh, Dufresne is texting on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. My brother-in-law, who's a degenerate gambler alcoholic, said it was embarrassing. Hmm. There you go. All right. Uh, before we forget, uh, happy birthday to Ty Richardson. He is 29 years old today. Um, still a child. 29. Still a child, but. You know, getting there. That's when you're supposed to find yourself. 29? Yeah. Okay. Well, happy birthday, Ty. Start drinking whiskey from the higher shelf. Because you can reach it. <laughs> little Carly Pierce for yeah. those of you out there that know. DQ, you know who Carly Pierce is? I know who she is. Right. You know who I Carly is? She has a song is. called 29. You know who I Carly is. Okay. All right. She has a uh, song called 29. So Bob and Branson's go. texting. My son, who's just getting into sports, asked, what's he doing? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's great theater, it's great drama, uh, you know. But uh, I don't know if it helps you um, win uh, win basketball uh, games. Here's a text out of the eight seven zero on the McClarty hotline. This dude is embarrassing. Makes way too much damn money to act like that. And I changed it a little bit there, but uh, thank you eight seven zero. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for. <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to do that every now and then. I just, as I can. I mean, it, it's it, okay, but it's, but, part, but it's part of the, it's part of him. But again, we were critical because um, there are things that Pittman does wrong that every head coach does, and Musselman does things wrong too. Like you said, okay, if you're building towards the T, you get it, and then you get your piece in, and then that's it. Yes, he doesn't know when to stop. No, and so he's gonna get two in a row, and then it's and then three, somewhat then four, rendered then, uh, useless. They, somebody in a way. said they wound up with like five in that stretch, or something, well, yeah, something they, along those lines. Well, hold on, here. they right. got um, um, no, they got three, three, but uh, oh, you got three also. 
in now, the second half. You know, I saw I saw something. Um, you know, somebody was saying that one of the Oklahoma players was taunting the bench or whatever, and I'm like, when he got teed up for that, yeah, he did, he did. Uh, guys, that happens in every single game. Um, <laughs> every single basketball game that is played, that happens. Well, did he hurt your feelings? Because he was beating you so, and he told you about yeah, it? Is that, that what happened there? So, so set I'm pretty down. sure every time that that's happened. I mean, what about the uh, bow and arrow celebration that uh, Arkansas does when they hit a big three-pointer? I mean, honestly, we're going to do that now. We're gonna, you, uh, we can talk, but you can't when you're winning. I mean, stop it. That's I, ridiculous. I, you know, it, but I go back to the, the, the one thing that I go back to is the Calipari when he was here. He gets the technical and that lit a fire under his team. That's the way you do it. You walk off the court. You take all of that energy into the locker room with you. He doesn't do that. He, it's it just it's like a whirling dervish. He, if he's he just gonna get thrown, going. that's right. If he's gonna get thrown out, you've got to manage the moment better. He's got to coach. Someone's got to coach him up on getting thrown out because there's a way to do it where you can like you know make it work for you. And uh, listen, okay, they closed it to nine. They still lost. They still so, lost. So, so it's still, but they did it's still play better. Okay, they, but they still lost though. We're, we're beyond this. This program in in basketball is far beyond. Well, they played well. No, that, when you go to the Sweet 16s that they've gone to, you're beyond. Now, football, you can get away with it. Well, they played yeah. well because the football program is still, you know, somewhat rudderless. Um, but uh, I don't know. It was, um, uh, let's see here. Here's a, a text from House Farm on the McClarty Young Hotline. Mm-hmm. What's embarrassing is Razorback fans. They have to gripe about something or their heads will explode. They should be thanking us for giving them a topic. Plus, people are griping about that instead of the loss. That is true. Think, when he I, does do this, it does take the pressure off of the off the players. Entered into the calculus. No, no, he's not that smart to, to to figure out. I mean, he's smart, but he's not smart enough to think. Okay, I'll get thrown out, and then none of no one will talk about the players. They'll just talk about me. He's not that calculated. No, yeah, but uh, but that's uh, no, that's not uh, what's going on there. But yeah, fans are embarrassing. No, no, that's not that's not how we feel. House Farm, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um. Right. I, that team's got a lot of work to do, uh, a lot, especially on the defense, which is just one of those things you sort of took for granted. None how's, of his teams have shot how's, well. How's this? Uh, Since the start of last year, he's won sixty percent of his games. Okay, that's that's mediocre. Mm-hmm. He's been mediocre the last year and a half. Now there is a win over Kansas, but does Musk get credit for that, or Devo just said, "I'm taking over. Everyone else, yeah. get out of the way." Uh, that, that's a Devo game to me. In my opinion. Brian in Cave Springs says, guys, we're not worried till January the 20th. Still subscribe to that theory, but you're starting to see some cracks. Well, we know what they have to improve on by January 20th yep. when we start to make sweeping generalizations about this season. We know what the uh, we know what the weaknesses are right now. They don't really have an identity. Like, what what is this team either right now? Like, they don't have that figured out. No yet. clue. What are they what are they trying to do? Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. 
Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items my daughter is committed to the university of kansas um that is okay. absolutely done We're breaking news yeah here. yeah she is committed to the university of kansas i don't know in what but uh it's a uh we, we went up there um uh fogs mom hooked us up with some tickets um, it's called a visit high uh okay all right okay is that, is that what we're going with all right so uh we, we got uh, got some tickets to the missouri kansas game i can tell you this right now those people hate missouri right oh my god i've never seen People, I mean, booing parents on the way into the into Fog Allen. Um, they they were throwing stuff at the bus. Wait it was wild. They take the Missouri game seriously. They they take the Missouri game incredibly seriously. What a concept! They call them border ruffians. <laughs> they would put these um, like videos on the board uh, in like during timeouts, and all of them were were some sort of um, uh, some sort of slander at Missouri. Right. I mean, they, every chance they got, they were just hammering Missouri, but. Um, Fog Allen is one of the um, one of the coolest places I've been to. It is loud in there, really, really loud. Sixteen thousand three hundred people. I've been to Cameron. Uh, Barnhill will always be the bar um, for for basketball arenas. Barnhill was special, but this came real damn close. Um, the only way I can describe it is DQ. This it's is a place. dump, right? It is a dump, but okay, it's right. their dump. Okay, all right. and they are very, very proud of it. And it is it is worth a trip if you get a chance to go to Fog Allen. DQ, I want you to picture this. Picture the oldest high school gym you can think of okay then around okay you get to a part where the i mean they're just plastic bleachers the chair backs there look like those 1930s um uh school desks they're made out of wood and there's only like 50 of them and they're right behind they're oh, so like you sat on bleachers oh, oh, oh yeah oh yeah so we're we when we walk in you go there's like one gate one way in and one way out there and we walk in and i, I grab one of the ushers i'm like first time here where am i going and he just points to the top of the building. <laughs> and I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, my God. So, like, there's no direct path to where I'm going. There are no aisles. You're just climbing over people to get to. I was in Section 2A, which, as I found out, were bleachers that clearly were stolen from a, from a Little League field. Um, and you could touch a rafter from your yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, the rafters, I mean, I was three rows from the top. And I'm telling you, we were elbow to elbow. But, my God, it was fun. Uh, and, and they are some of the smartest basketball fans you'll ever meet. Like when a foul, when they called a foul, the only people yelling were the students because they're idiots. But the, the the discerning basketball fans would wait, <laughs> would wait for the board and go, "Oh yeah, that's a foul." <laughs> but we're we're sitting there, and and at one point they've got this decibel meter, and it's an actual decibel meter. They hit one twenty five. Now, DQ, what on a? Can you Google that? It was like a jet engine's like one twenty. It think. was like one twenty five point eight. And Kinsey, well, they they goose that thing up and, a little bit. And Kinsey looked at me. And she goes, I can't hear anything. And I'm like, no kidding, really. 
but it, it's um it, it's so funny because like we're sitting on bleachers and I look to my right and to my left and there are windows across the top of the uh, across the top of the arena and there are old men and I don't mean like me old I mean old old men sitting on folding chairs up against these windows they crammed as many people as they possibly could into this place and they're all into it I mean they, it, it was God it was loud in there but I came to a realization midway through the second half. Hunter Gerchek's running around the state saying needs needs $144 million, needs $144 million for uh, renovations to Bud Walton. No, you don't. You want $144 million. That place is arguably top five programs of all time, maybe top three. That place is a dump, and it is filled, and it is packed, and it is, it's an amazing facility to go to. A lot of fun. Plus, they beat Missouri, which never sucks. But I like it was, that because um, I take the Missouri game seriously. It was. Uh, it I was, want them to lose and feel pain. It was really, really cool, and uh, you know, we got to tour the the University of Kansas. Um, you know, I, I sent. A, I, I did we you were, park at the frat house? I did. Oh you my did? god! Oh my god! They didn't get you a ticket? No. Mm-mm, nope. Fog hooked me up on that. We were we kind of parked in the back. He just said park it by the basketball court. They have basketball court back there. Of course. And all, uh, all frat houses have a basketball court. And we it's uh, a requirement. We, we, we parked to the in the charter. back. It was a ten minute walk from where. Okay, so we're walking. We're the the as he calls it, the Greek ghetto uh, is part is up on it's up on a hill. A master of the English language. <laughs> fog, we walk. Intern. We walk down, and all of a sudden, I look up to my left. I'm on Naismith Drive. Okay, and I went all right. <laughs> that that's a little different, and and like Fog Allen's kind of down a hill, and it's kind of off the campus. But it's right next to the baseball stadium. Football stadium's right in the middle of campus. The weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's like right in the middle of campus. Right next to the World War II monument that Fogg didn't know existed either. Well, it's a, like an, it's a hundred foot tower. What about the library? Do you meet any girls there yet? Okay, so we go. He's by. getting familiar with it today. Yeah, he's actually in there now, probably listening to this. Um, Meeting yeah. girls? No, oh. no, no. The girl, the girls were not up to his standard when he went in there earlier today. Stunned, stunned by this. I go by the library, and Kinsey like she like elbows me. And she goes, "Hey, it's a library. You should send that to Fogg. I'm like. He lives here. He should know where this is. Yeah, he doesn't know. No, he has absolutely he no know. clue. But it was um, no, it was cool. It was really, really cool because I guess Dennis Gates, the uh, the coach over at Missouri, they stayed in Kansas City, and they bust over. And for whatever reason, they took the long way around. It went past like all the students that had been camped out. And I mean, they're throwing stuff at the bus, booing <laughs> them. And I'm like, my God, these people hate Missouri. I love it. Two parents. One of the ninety percent. What do I say? Ninety percent of college fandom is hating someone else. At DQ, would you check his location real quick and just see where he is? Yo, is he in the library? Is he in the library? Yeah, you should so be able we'll, to do we'll look that. at this. We'll they, look at this. Yeah. Whoever Missouri's really tall kid is, um, number zero. His parents walked like in front of a bunch of Kansas fans. They're like yelling at him and screaming, "Kick your ass!" And I'm like. Wow. I love it. These people don't like Missouri. Is he Good. in the library? He is actually in the library. Wow. Is or his really? phone is. Good point. His phone it is. Could be but his I bet phone. I would be willing to bet he is. Okay. Wow, look at that. All right. So he's uh, he's there. Um, impressive. I sent Well, a... he keeps sending me posts on Instagram, so he's not Oh, he's letting Okay, he's laying <laughs> He's not exactly yeah. studying them. Okay. <laughs> I uh I, I sent a picture of uh, McKenzie uh and there's a sign in front of uh, Allen Field House. It says Allen Field House, you know, established whatever. It's got the the address on it. And I sent it to Jimmy Dykes, and I just said, "Yep, I think my daughter's converting. Uh, she's she'll be a, a KU girl before this is all over with." He sent me a text today, and he goes, "You know," he said, "It's Barnhill, then it's Fog Allen, then there's everybody else." And it is, uh, it was really cool. A lot. The the museum is outstanding. We saw the rules of basketball. 
uh, did not, according to McKinsey, have rules about technicals. So she was she was pretty jacked about well, that. That. Would, that would also be of note around here, also yeah, from also the weekend. True. Yes, that's important. But I, I you, saw I saw Connor Vanover. Still yeah. can't play. Playing? Still can't play. Still can't play. Still right. can't play. Did he play? Yeah, he did. Yeah, did he, he start? Uh, he did not to start. Jump? He did oh. not start. He, I think he had six or eight. Um, he had a couple putbacks and um, but just but brick, still can't play though. Bricked a three pointer that was just. I mean, you cannot beat this lineage that I'm about to read to you because you okay. talked about the, the the rules of basketball. Right. Okay, Roy Williams, mm-hmm. Dean Smith, yep, Fog Allen, yep, James Naismith. It's good. James Naismith invented the whole thing. That's good. All of it. That's, invented that's, it all. That's, that's pretty good. That is the lineage. That's pretty good. It was, and they have zero creature comforts. Like you know, we we complain about the uh, the seats down at the bottom of Bud Walton that they're you know that they're not big enough or anything. People sit on benches. There are there's two bathrooms in that place, and like three concession stands. Nobody cares. Well, they're there to watch a the game. They're they, not there for they, all. They don't leave their seats. They're not there for okay. the fry toss. So, Kinsey pointed this out to me. Like um, Thomas Robinson, confess, don't know who he is, but apparently they were putting his number in the rafters, right? And he played in the the mid teens, like the early teens. They were they're gonna uh, they're gonna put his number in the rafters. So it, about a minute to go during a timeout, PA guy comes on. And he says, we would, like you, we would like to kindly ask you to stay in your seats uh, for the Thomas Robinson uh, number dedication. Well, Kenzie's got to pay, so like we get up and go. I swear to you, not one person left. Like We're walking around the concourse at halftime. There's nobody there. Beautiful. It's just us. Yep. It was the most amazing thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I, it, was, it was really cool. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Um, the only place that, that, I've, that I've been or haven't been that's like on my bucket list is Pauley Pavilion. I would also like an announcement made for everyone to please stay in their seats so I could go <laughs> unbothered to the bathroom or get a to get a snack at halftime or a beer. The students are fun. Uh, they are they they are and they pack. I, I didn't understand this until Fog explained it to me. But the students don't get tickets. They just let them in until everybody's filled up. So if you got some bigger folks in there, it's gonna be less people. That's how the you U get of a skinnier. Does it. But they're like, I mean, literally sitting like this, and they've got like one corner of the of the arena, and then they're behind the basket on the other end. And man, it, they are nuts. Well, but a hell of a good time. Had a blast. And then to cap it off, I took my daughter to church yesterday, and uh, took her to Q thirty nine, and uh, and and we. Uh, we we consummated that trip. That was uh, that that was a good. Why day. couldn't you have gotten to those refs yesterday in Kansas City to avoid this whole uh, <laughs> dust up that we That's had? Funny. You know they have a problem with Carl Cheffers over there. We, they do. We were sitting uh, we were sitting downstairs, Kinsey and I, were getting ready to leave, and we're just you know like eating breakfast. And uh, this woman walks in. She's got a Josh Allen jersey on. Oh. And like there's four or five people in there, and you can hear them start hissing at her. Just, I mean, she looked like a nice lady. She's probably in her sixties. She got her Josh Allen jersey on, her little beanie. These guys are like, boo, boo, boo. I'm like, man, people take stuff seriously. You think here. you're gonna be? You think you're mad now? Wait till about 12 yeah. hours from now, and then it's really not gonna and be. And I saw a bunch of 87 and a half jerseys, and I didn't know what that meant. But there are people now putting 87 and a half with Swift on the back. Mm. That's Travis Kelsey's number. Tony Romo says they're married. Why is it half? I don't know. I don't know. But I saw a bunch of those yesterday. Tony Romo says they're married. Did oh. you miss that? Oh. They were, uh, they showed her. And Romo's like, and there is uh, Travis Kelsey's wife, Taylor Swift. 
And Nancy's like, you know something we don't? <laughs> it was great. We were uh, we were walking through the union. Like, we're walking. They've got a glass staircase on the way, on the backside. We're walking down there. And I ran across the Scholar of the Year. And they've well, got it going back to like. We know who that isn't. Well, I, I, I took a picture of it. And I'm like, hey, um, got the uh, Scholar of the Year. Do you want me to send this to you since this might be the only time? You see it. But they've got them like back as to, close as you'll get. They've got it all the way back to uh, like 1906. Went by the radio station that Kevin Harlan got his start in. Uh, pretty cool. Kevin Harlan. Pretty cool. And then to cap it off, Kinsey and I were just kind of walking around the university. Fog drives by in a looks like a rented SUV. Flipped me off and then drove by. So it was a, it was a good day. Good day. Keep it a classy <laughs> in Lawrence. That's good. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Let's uh, bring in now uh, Clay Henry with us here on Mondays on Ruskin and Zach. Hi, Clay. Hello. Uh, can you can you imagine what kind of party Ty's going to have tonight? A very sad and lonely one. <laughs> he says that. Sad and lonely. Sad, sad and lonely. No, I don't think so. You don't think? I'm just like, I mean, when you when you turn 29, I mean, you might as well bust it out, right? Yeah, the white claws will be flowing. White claws. <laughs> or, or um, – Half moon. Let's see. No, my Spritzer. daughter saw him at a Mexican place, and he was doing like peach margaritas. Okay, hey, look really? at that. Huh. Not today, a different time. Okay. So that's that means like with a leap year. Does that mean his birthday next year is on a Wednesday? His thirtieth birthday is on a Wednesday. Yeah, that stinks. Why? You like to have those landmark birthdays on a weekend. You don't like to have them in the middle. I turned forty on a Tuesday. I mean, it's, it's not. His yeah, thirty is thirty a landmark. Yeah, yeah, 30, 30, 30 not a, for a dude. No, yeah, no, you hit a no, new decade. No. It's a big deal. It's not. It's not. Not for him. I don't well, think. based on a conversation that we had with Ty earlier today um, about uh, the age of the women that he can date now, thirty's a big. Well, deal. Well, that sounds strange. But he was talking about college seniors, just yes. to make it not sound creepy. And, <laughs> and, but it's half your age it. plus seven. <laughs> so you know, yeah, he's he's in a weird spot. So yeah, thirty's a big one. Anything that ends in zero is a big one. Yeah. I was going to tell him, you know, that he probably needs a mature w- woman. So somebody in their thirties is probably what he, what he ought to shoot for. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. Now, Clay, let's let's take this in. Because in a, in a, he still needs to be raised. But yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but 
there's two parts to this equation. Yes, he needs a mature, older woman, but who's going to take him? There's a lid. Well, they, there's a well, lid for every pot. Is there? Well, yes, I there mean, is. but they they might be a little homely, and it works out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's at a point where he needs to re readjust his focus. You know, what I mean, it's yeah. like not not going to date many Instagram influencers. I don't no, think at this probably point. Not. No, 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 because because they're going to see him. I mean, you know, like he, <laughs> his social media accounts out there. It's it's. It's pretty. It's a wide swath. He's wearing that hat. Yeah. He's hey, a- <laughs> I hate to do this. It's really too easy. I yeah. know. It's so, yeah, it's so much fun, though. Oh, it's so much fun. And I know DQ doesn't like it. No, no, no. Know? DQ, is, she's a tie sympathizer. Yeah, yeah. What's that about? Um, She likes the poor and the downtrodden. <laughs> okay. Uh, she really All does. Right. And right, you know, the ones that. that are easily kickable. I'll buy that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she doesn't like poor it's, people. It's, it's low-hanging like, fruit. Right. So DQ doesn't you know. like the poor, short, facial hair so people. So the truth of the uh-huh. matter is that, you know, I opted less time with Ty, more time with y'all. That was my negotiation with Tommy. Good for you. Right. That's right. I yes. look at it. I look at and it. Yeah, like here this. we are. I'm not sure it's the it. smartest thing I've ever done, but it's you know, because it's evening radio. Mm-hmm. Now here's here's the way I look. Make at it sound exotic <laughs> when you say it that way. <laughs> evening radio. Here's the way I look at it from Ty's perspective. He's in a Power Five conference in his twenties. You know, he's got a one-year of eligibility left. He needs to, like, grow down to, like, a group of five, maybe a max school, possibly go down to the FCS so, level. Are you all saying that he's already used his COVID year? <laughs> he's a super senior. Yeah, he's a super senior. <laughs> yeah, and it's, he it's, used it's, his COVID yep, year. He just needs a place where he can go play. Get some innings in. It's really what we're, <laughs> what we're looking for. I, mean, I, keep thinking, I keep thinking that, the, you know, the, the Saudi fund that's, you know, that's, Bankroll and live that they will need a radio guy. <laughs> you want him to be the voice of the Saudi fund? <laughs> yes, it live. Yeah, he'd make more money than all of us put together. The, he'd that. be the the straight guy for for David Faraday. You know? There you go. All right, <laughs> just set up David Faraday all day. Oh, uh, Patrick in Colorado Springs on the McLardino Hotline. His 40th birthday is on a Friday. There ah, see, that's big there time. You go. Tear it up all weekend. There. Yep. There you go. So I'm I'm working on my 70th. Yeah, my seventieth will be in be in June. What day of the week is that? You know, I haven't looked. It doesn't really matter when you're what's, retired. Uh, what's the days oh. of the week? Yeah, you don't oh, know. Yeah, you not. never know Clay, what day it is. Clay, I've, let me ask I've you a question. That. I've now, heard you, that. now you're you're retired. My dad is seventy. He turned seven. Today's his birthday. Seventy four years old. I called him. He's at work. Um, would you work on your seventieth or seventy first, seventy second birthday? Would you be out working? Probably not. Yeah, I keep telling him like, Dad, stop. He's like, What else I got to do? Hang out with your mother? Like, <laughs> I mean, you could do that. But that's that's just for fun. He doesn't really mean. No, that. he was at work today. Does he fish? Does no, he do but anything? he doesn't really mean. No, my dad that. doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't golf. He shoots at squirrels and he and he okay. complains a lot. But that's okay. about it. See, my dad golf. That's what he does in retirement. Yeah. Is like three, four times a week. He's out there, maybe more. So that's what he does. Have you told him that they they're going to change the golf ball and he's going to get shorter? I did not tell him that. Is that for the I pros love to tell people and the well, regular I mean, people? It, it, it the, the new golf ball will be for everybody, but they say that we don't swing. I'm talking about you know a 70 year old. It it still won't be it won't be effect till 2028. Oh lord! So I mean I don't know that in five years that I'll be able to play know. golf. I'm not gonna be here. They man. may not. They may not let me drive a golf cart. <laughs> um, 
is like for safety is like we want the golf carts out of the lake. That's right. Um, but it, but it's it's supposed to be that if your swing speed is is slow, that they may you. I haven't heard this explained exactly, but I have a feeling that they're still going to have top flight for all of us old guys, and they're going to be the same as what the top flight is now. And, you know, the tour guys they're 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 they don't play those, so our yardage will probably be really similar. It might might be the same. Like at what point did you start having trouble seeing? Because I'm to the point now where I'm like 42. I, I need sonar to get around sometimes. <clears throat> Well, have you gone and got got your eyes checked and got glasses? He refuses. Well, I mean, you're that's like that's like some of the stuff Ty does. So you you just I mean, you got to take care of yourself. I'd like to explain your my old case. Age. I'd like to explain my case. I am cheap by nature. I am cheap. Uh, I, I lost. I, a pair, I, pair, I lost a pair of glasses, and I know the second I go and get the eye exam and get the new glasses, I'm going to find the old ones. It's going to piss me off. So I'm just well, waiting. But then to- you'll have two pair. See, everybody says that. I look at it as I paid for two pair when I didn't have to. Yeah, but you got to have extra spares so that if you're, you know, and you, and you know where you put the spare, so when you misplace the others. So what you're saying is if I had a, you know, a second pair of glasses, thing? I wouldn't be walking around not being I, able to see things. Yeah. I mean, one time I was looking for my glasses and I had them on. I, had a, I did that with a belt. I couldn't find my belt and I had it on. So you you're drive right. and you can't see. Not a thing. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, so this, was, <laughs> um, this was about... We'll see. Well, I was 42, but I'm in Sunday school class, and Mike Dunaway's on my left, John Bozeman's on my right, and the quarterly, you know, it's time to read the quarterly, and I've got my arm out as far as it'll go, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to read it, and Dunaway starts laughing, and then Bozeman, whose laugh is, <laughs> I mean, that's that's his laugh, and he starts doing that, and I, I look at him, I said, what's wrong? He says, he says, "Come see me at seven in the morning. We'll get you in glasses." Because <laughs> he's, a, you know, he's an eye doctor. Mm-hmm. But it was just the whole class thought that was just hilarious that I couldn't read the the quarterly forty two. But yeah. I got glasses, and they were like the readers, like the you know the bifocals. It was like one. That was all I had. I was missing a lot of great road signs yesterday in and around Kansas City, and and I couldn't read any of them. Oh, my, when my dad got his first set of glasses at like forty two, forty three. I was with him, you know, because we'd we'd been down at the newspaper and we're we're headed home, and he started giggling. I said, "What?" He just picked up his glasses. He goes, "There's letters on the stop sign." <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know, I know the feeling. Sadly, yeah, it's a terrible, it's terrible stop. Feeling. Yeah, it's an yeah. awful feeling. Here's a texter that believes that your glasses are with JW's money. No, I, again, on the buried, on the buried, I'm pretty sure I know where my glasses are. I just I got to figure out a way to ask for them back. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I hear Kenzie's like bargaining with you for new PS4 games. Oh my god! Yes, she's she like she doing, said she's like I'll do chores yeah, for twenty dollars. Well, no, 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 bucks. selected chores that she's willing to do for a selected amount of money that she's already predetermined. Not cleaning so, toilets, but these are stuff that she's supposed to be doing anyway. Like right? I told her to clean her room. No, nah, that's not on the list. What? Well, it should be. Like I'm not asking you. Get upstairs and clean your room. It's awful. Clay, you want a uh, 12-year-old slightly dented used? I'm willing to you know, make you a deal. You know what? 12 is twelve's an awkward age. Oh, my God. Everything's I mean, about looks awkward at this age. Yeah. It, but I'm just telling you, and I've already said this to, to DQ, they don't listen. They, they, 
starting about 12. Uh-huh. They don't listen oh. until they're 25. No, so they you think got, they know everything. Well, but they don't. And, you know, it's there's there's issues that are going to pop up, and they think that, and then, then they're like, oh, I should have asked mm-hmm. Dad. Yeah. But, they, but so, not until they're 25. So Zach is looking at the, uh, uh, the, the, the basketball speed chart, you know, with the pictures and the names. Yep. How, can you read any of those? Actually, um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Ish, yes. Okay. Yeah, I can. All right. Read the fourth line from the okay. fourth line. Oh, the fourth line is the coaching staff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There's a lot of names on There's that. There's a too. lot of names on here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can kind of trick people because you know the name. So he's like, I. Also true. I, I can see things that are really. But when close. you go do the letter test, they're, wow. they're going to get you. Yeah. I, I can see things that are really close, but you get you get ten feet out, forget it. I can't see. Yeah, you got to get. You got to get some. Uh, you got to get looked at here. Again, mm. the minute I walk in there, I'm going to find them. I mean, you've got a good copay. It won't cost that yeah, much but, money. Yeah, but but here's the thing: <laughs> you need to check your eyes. And I mean, they say every year, but every two years, you need to have them check in case something unusual happens. And you'll because man, that's the. You know, we could all lose our big toes, or we can lose this or that. You can't, man. You got you don't mess with your eyesight. It takes my right. eyes about forty-five minutes in the morning to get focused. <laughs> like that, I got up this that morning. That can't be good. No, it's not. I think that's. I think you need glasses. I, yeah. I know I need glasses, but I want my glasses, which are somewhere but, in my but house. How? When did you get these? Uh, when did I start wearing glasses? Thir- yes, sir. Thirteen. No. Okay. Well, then, but these have you've had these for a while. Uh, I've had I, I lost my glasses two and a half years ago. <laughs> Man, you're just digging. You're digging you see a what deep I have to work hole. with here. You're every day? digging. You're digging a deep hole. There's no excuse for this. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, there is. I'm stubborn. No, and I'm cheap. Your eyesight's probably changed. It's probably way worse. That's oh, yeah. what I'm getting at. No, I can't DQ. see a thing now. I, I, that's right. See, DQ DQ understands that. Better than you do, Zach. Yeah, yeah. And when you find that's, your glasses, that's part of our problem. DQ's got our health. Yeah, here's yeah. the other thing. You when you find your glasses, they're not gonna work because the prescription's gonna be all no wrong. Because your eyes have changed in two and a half years. And and it can Shut damage up. your eyes. I'm just saying, I know about this. I don't want to hear this. I had two eye surgeries as a hear. child. I know about eyes, all right. I was gonna be an eye doctor. Okay. <laughs> you just you just go on yeah. Yeah. thinking all the things that you could know <laughs> if you could read. Well, I can read. <laughs> no, you can't. That's fair. <laughs> Up close. Not I mean, far away. Yeah. Okay. So, so like when they say, well, the referee's blind, they said, so is the radio guy. Yeah, so is the radio guy. That's radio right, yeah. Yeah, you can't make one nope. comment about nope. the officiating this year in Springfield <laughs> games. No, well, he, you're at the he's top already of the done gym. it. It's not like I can see it anyway. It. You can't see it. <laughs> he's been doing it for two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh well, uh, Clay, have you seen the uh, the uh, the quarterback uh, news today? With yeah, uh, we, uh, Boise State. Yep, yep. I actually Green. watched watched that guy play a little bit. What do you think? A lot of he looks like. I mean, he looks mallet type, except maybe a little better runner than mallet was. Yeah, uh, but he's got that you know frame six six. You know, commands the field. Uh, you know, he's he's got Texas pedigree. He's a four star from. And, and I think that that this is this is what I know. If Bobby Petrino wants him, I want him. He could. He could. Bobby Petrino could make me a quarterback. Uh, well, I think you have to give him something. <laughs> 
Uh, well, that's you what have, I'm saying. He could do it. But but I'm saying Bobby knows whether this guy's got it right. or not. Yeah. And if he wants him this early in the process, then 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 I'm fine with that. Yeah. I I, I don't think there'll be any. Um, I mean, uh, there's always you know the chance of you know hiccups and stuff. But I mean, I, I think that this is a uh, this guy's going to be uh, a pretty good. But you do have this kind of um, interesting situation where people are kind of confused because, well, KJ hasn't made his announcement yet, but it seems like the uh, the handwriting is on the wall there. Well, they made their pick today. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> or yesterday, yeah. So it's – but I would think that they know what KJ is going to do. Yeah. I mean, it's not – this isn't – and I'm guessing it's, you know, by mutual agreement. It's not, this isn't – you know, they're, they're not kicking him out by – you know, they're, they're not doing that. Right. Um I mean, he's done too much for the program, but this this guy's uh, you know, and, and a fresh start that might be good for KJ. Now uh, we're talking with Clay Henry here. Your drive home is powered by Mister Sparky here on ESPN Arkansas and on HitThatLine.com. Now I'm interested. You know, we, we've talked about this throughout the football season uh, about getting tackles. That's the thing that is. Uh, going to be you know you can be the best quarterback in the world but you know if they can't block for him and, it doesn't really you, matter you said it right plural tackles yeah yes yeah yep. you didn't say we need a tackle um and i think that you know some of the guys that they've got uh, i think are going to develop i think patrick kudis is still going to get better and i think experiences the 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 tough part about Playing tackle in the SEC as a as a young offensive lineman is that when you get exposed, I mean, the, when a safety gets beat, you know it. When a tackle gets beat, you see that. Sometimes you don't know in the interior whether that's the guard or the center that gave up that. But when the tackle does, you know it. So we watched this and understood what was going on. It still didn't, you know, make anybody. Uh, sympathetic with what was going on with KJ but it it was pretty obvious that he didn't get a lot of protection uh, whether he didn't help the protections with his calls we're not sure but I you know the you know I hear this over and over um, you guys both watched Bobby Petrino practice right yeah, yeah. I think I know Derek has Zach watched one. Zach had to uh, go okay, to a ball game. Let's move on. So I, I'll uh, – <laughs> it's okay. Um, I would say that everybody always mentions Bobby Petrino's greatest play caller. Yes, but the reason why he's the greatest play caller is because he can coach his players and knows what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. When you know what your players are going to do and they're trained in your offense – and they understand the checks and everything. That's that's when calling plays is really easy because you know what they're going to do. And you know, I heard him talk about both Mallet and Lamar Jackson. What they were really good as they could check out of a bad play. In other words, you can call anything you want that's aggressive, but when your quarterback sees what's lined up, can he you know can he check and get you out of a bad play? And and I, so. That's what we're going to see. This guy's going to come in in January, and he's going to be trained in the system, and he's going to know, and he's got a little bit of experience. Played in, you know, played in a league where they throw it around. Um, 
so it it ought to go well. My uh, the other thing too that you know you talk about Bobby Petrino practices is coming off of the uh, the nut era. Like it, it, I you I learned about how meticulous you have to be to uh, be you know that successful. Like it was a it was another level of uh, detail that was involved uh, back then and will be involved moving forward on the on the offensive side of the ball here. I mean, would in that uh, something you would uh, you would agree with how meticulous things were? Yeah, I think that uh, it still comes down to your guys have to understand what they're doing, and I think Sterner, you know, Sterner did, and, yeah. and he and they they gave him a lot of freedom to check at the line of scrimmage, and I, you know, I remember the Cotton Bowl uh, when they would walk out there and Lucas had man to man, he didn't even change the plays, he just threw it to him. I mean, it was that quick. In other words, let's snap it. I don't want I don't want to give them a chance to change their coverage. I don't even need to tell everybody what I'm doing. I'm going to snap it and throw it to him and down the sideline. And it, and it was – Malik could do that. You know, if he saw what he wanted, man, he, he got it going. Um, so, But I, I think that what you're going to see is, is the ability to train quarterbacks is going to improve. And, I, you know, I don't – and Danny Enos didn't pick his quarterback. Bless his heart. He didn't pick the offensive line either. And I, I think what you're going to see in the next few weeks is, you know, Bobby's going to pick his guys. And starts with the quarterback. Got to have him first. Yeah. Clay Henry's with us here. We'll spend our last couple of minutes here uh, on the uh, basketball team. And um, I, I don't think it's uh, cruel or unusual to say uh, this team has a, a few things to figure out before the uh, meat of conference play gets here. Yeah, they they do. And uh, – it it starts with and I you know, I've been saying this for for several weeks they got to stop the ball and you know, I, I haven't seen anybody that can stop the ball as a point guard Devo is is a guy that can stop it is if it's a two or a three but he hasn't been able to play the point guard and stop it so they you know they they've been looking at other places and none of them have been able to Blocker is the closest one. But he doesn't laden blocker. But he doesn't quite give you all the things you want, you know, on offense. L. Ellis offensively does really fine, and then sometimes he just jumps up and there's nowhere to throw the ball. I mean, it, you, you can't do that. You have to stay on the ground if you don't know where you're going to throw it and wait. But if you jump up, you're going to eventually have to throw it somewhere uh, because when you come down, it's walking. Um, defensively is what they've got to get fixed. So last year they gave up, I believe it was 67 points a game. They're giving up 76 right now, and they had not got to conference play. Now, they have played as tough a non-conference as I've seen at Arkansas, maybe ever. I don't remember anything like this. So that that's both good and bad. You know, they've you know, they exposed all their warts and probably toughened them up a little bit, but they they've you know, they've determined, hey, we've found the enemy and it's us. Right. And they they have to be able to play defense. And, you know, I've heard people say, well, they need to just get in a zone. That's a four-letter word must doesn't say. <laughs> That's right. Did we cover it? Yep. We got it. That's right. Also, three games in three weeks. So, um, practice time, not a lot of game action here to get ready. Yeah, they may be rooting for some games coming up. That's Those right. guys are. Yeah. That's right. With the practice 
Yep. Of, he's he's a fixer. He'll get yep. it fixed. Yep. yep. All right, Clay, as always, we appreciate the time. Thank you so Enjoyed much. Enjoyed it. Thank you all. All right, that's Clay Henry with us here. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.